Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. My name is Justin. My name is Brandon. Welcome to Pod and Gore. Indeed. <laughs> You beat me to it. I did. I did. Get used to that. Indeed. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited to get this show started. Uh, we can finally talk some blood, guts, and murderous rampages. Oh, I've been waiting a long time for this. I know. Um, and welcome, everybody, to the show. And we're so glad you're joining us for our first episode. And we hope that you continue to join us for however many more we do. Exactly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Super excited. Yeah. I, don't even, uh, I don't even know what to say. I yeah. am fucking... F- flustered and excited <laughs> and already dropping f-bombs it's gonna be just <laughs> amazing i know a couple minutes in and we're just, all ready to go well it's you know we're talking about bloody disgusting murders, so the occasional f-bomb is uh, it's fucking acceptable <laughs> um <laughs> i don't know if we actually i i intended to tell you guys what our first episode was going to be at the end of episode zero and i don't think i did no we didn't we, <laughs> we said that i think we said we would let them know no, yeah. we didn't say anything about it, did we? We just said that we're ready to get into episode one. And then yeah, and we, we didn't say it. what it was going <laughs> to be. Just went silent. We're just so excited. But thankfully, episode one's coming right at the same time as zero. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you can read up in the headline of you know this episode title, you already know obvious. what it is. It should be obvious. <laughs> but uh, I picked uh, for our first episode the original, the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorite characters. You yeah, know, he's get, top three. Yeah. Easy. Easy. And I didn't, I totally forgot. Like, I almost feel like Freddy, I don't want to, I don't know if, you know, saying that he's underrated is the term I want to use. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like, like sitting down to watch this movie, it had been such a long time since I watched it. I right. forgot how good it actually was. And like, I don't. I mean, everybody knows and loves Freddy, and but I don't really, you don't really hear him mentioned as much as you would, you know, your Michaels or Jasons. Yeah, and, and he's so. been so out of the loop as far as you know, new content for so long. I mean, teasing with coming back or I'm not coming back or yeah. you know, then coming back for the Goldbergs and then saying I'm not coming back because I'm going to do a TV show and right. And the last movie was 2011, I think. Oh, what, Pretty the remake? Sure. Yeah. Uh, was that... I, I want to say 2009. It might have been 2011. But yeah, it's been... Because th- I'm pretty sure the remake of Friday the 13th was 2009. Not, yeah, that's what that was. Okay. And then Nightmare on Elm Street was 2011. Yeah. 2010. 2010. April we were 30th. both wrong. April 30th. It's on your goddamn wall. <laughs> <laughs> we were both like, hmm, I wonder what day it was or what year. And it's like... Yeah, I have the uh, the one sheet. Double-sided uh, movie poster yeah, of the, the remake poster, right above my. You, you can get me the original. I'll paint it up. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've always loved Freddy as a character. I love the idea of him. Uh, to me, he's the most terrifying. The look of him and just the idea that you cannot escape him. You know, with yeah. with Jason, don't go to fucking Camp Crystal Lake. Right. Don't, don't go fucking in the woods. Yeah, just just <laughs> don't go to the woods. Yeah. You know, stay away from New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, don't go to Haddonfield. Right. You know, if you don't want Michael Myers to fuck around with you, don't go to his house. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Don't don't think that uh, filming like a reality TV show in the house is a good idea. 
It never was. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, resurrection. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it is true because while he's a more comedic character, I think, and that was In more, his worst times. It, yeah, more later on, but like in the movies, like, yeah. you know, king of the one-liners. Yeah. Bitch. See, and that's the stuff that I don't particularly care for. I like the scary aspect of it. Right. And the idea that eventually you either have to sleep and then he can get you or you will die from not sleeping and he gets you anyway. Can you imagine dying from not sleeping? God, that, that sounds one. terrible. It's, oh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's just, he's always been one of my favorites. So for me, having the honor and privilege of picking our first topic, I could not not pick Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. So I'm super excited to get into it. I mean, you you got a lot to talk about. Yeah, so let's get into I'll it. I'll do my best to chime in because I watched <laughs> this movie, but looking at the notes, apparently I did not pay attention as much <laughs> as I thought I did. And I just got off work before I came here, so I don't have my notes. I, this, is my first, uh, this is my first podcast. I'm not the expert. That's why I'm here. Uh, it's debatable. Uh, We're at so, your house too. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can kick you out whenever uh, I want. All right. I'm just finished the show without you and right. pushed up. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start off with a little bit of history on the production before we get into our review. Uh, so this was released on November 9th, 1984, with a budget of $1.8 Without looking at the notes, how much do you think this would make in '84? And uh, don't look at this number right here that <laughs> I'd already says, looked at when you yeah. said that. I mean, um, I'm going to guess it was uh, $25.5 million. <laughs> You're right. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. Oh, I mean, to think I'm, about that, I'm though, I mean, one of the reasons that studios make horror movies is because they're cheap and they do make money. But the idea of something that it's made, you know, 25 times its budget. Right. That's nuts. Almost. Um, like 24 then, times its budget. I'd probably go closer to maybe... 12 times its budget since it was almost $2 million. Shut up. Oh, I got you on the math this time. Hey, I've been doing math all day. Just (laughs) leave me alone. It was written directed by Wes Craven, of course. If you don't know that, I, you know, welcome to the show. Go away. (laughs) Just kidding. But then come back. Yeah, come back. Hey, this is all about experiencing new things. If you haven't watched this movie before, it's going to get spoiled, by the way. So go watch it. It also came out um, (laughs) 30. Four years ago? <laughs> 35 years ago? Got you on math. <laughs> well, I don't... 84. Oh, November. Almost, yeah. Almost 35 years ago. Yeah. Well, it came out a year before I was born. Well, actually, like eight months before I was born. Hmm. Hmm. Came out almost exactly three years before I was born. No, oh, that's weird. That is weird. Uh, it stars Heather Langenkamp, John Saxon, Robert England, and the feature film debut of Johnny Depp. Of a one baby face Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> What's so crazy? I mean, you see him in that and to think of where he is now. Right. You know, controversy and things aside. I mean, He's still Pirates Jack, of the Caribbean and Edward Scissorhands. And he's and, a vampire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's doesn't done, age. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's turning done. into Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes less slowly. <laughs> right. It's just amazing. Uh, The film was inspired by a series of articles that Wes Craven read in the LA Times about some Southeast Asian refugees that were uh, suffering disturbing nightmares and refusing to sleep and then dying in their sleep soon after. That's a... 
That's yeah. one hell of a fucking article to read. <laughs> yeah. And one, it happened a lot. Oh, so it okay. was, it was like an ongoing, he read like three or four different occurrences of this thing oh, happening. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Freddy Krueger is drawn from Craven's early life. Uh, one night, apparently a young Craven saw an elderly man walking on the side path outside the window of his house. And the man stopped to glance at Craven and it scared the crap out of him and he walked off. Oh, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> Yeah, that made me feel weird just thinking about it because I remember there was a time when I was younger and I was supposed to be asleep and I looked out the window and I could have swear, and this is, I haven't really talked about this, but like, because it's embarrassing. It's here to, we're here to share. Yeah, I mean, nobody's listening, right? So like something similar to where I looked out the window and it was like almost like something out of a horror movie because generally streetlights don't shine just right down <laughs> in a cone <laughs> you know in the middle of the fucking road and then i look out there and there's just like this weird like hunched over figure looking at me and it looked almost like i don't remember which album it was but the weird red and black painted fucking uh album cover of poison with the tongue mm. looking right at me it was really like <laughs> what the hell but no i it's weird how shit like that yeah. stays with you and I wish I would have used that to come up with an idea for a, <laughs> an a, I- fucking, a horror icon, yeah, a horror icon last an amazing years. <laughs> franchise I wouldn't be a truck driver that's for sure <laughs> uh, Craven chose to make Kruger's sweater red and green after reading an article in a 1982 Scientific American that said those two colors were the most clashing colors to the human retina to see at the same time Right. which I think is interesting because of Christmas right yeah <laughs> like it's but I, but like with the shading of those like i mean yeah it's red and green but like it is a brutal brutal red well yeah in the especially the originals you know the newer one they kind of muted them yeah it a was little toned bit, down but, a little yeah. bit it made it a little bit brighter yeah it seemed like mm-hmm. but oh yeah yes yeah. uh this I found super interesting. So the first studio to show interest in this movie about a child murderer <laughs> was Walt Disney Productions. Which is kind of funny if you think about the conspiracy, conspiracies like about Walt Disney and all that kind of stuff leading into his personal life. That, yeah. that, not so weird. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, hmm, Walt Di- you know, Disney presents uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street with... Uh, pedo child murderer <laughs> but uh craven declined said he didn't want to change it and make it more family friendly because uh, you know disney wanted it to be suitable for kids for some reason yeah so let's Not pick sure up a, let's pick up a horror movie yeah no i I'm, I'm so glad that he declined that because i mean if you think about if disney approaches you and says you know we're interested in this mm-hmm. you just have to compromise your vision tone it down make it a little bit more suitable i mean disney money now is obviously not disney money then right it's still disney Mm -hmm. and to be like no i'm good yeah i mean it it, it definitely takes someone with a very strong vision and like no that's not what this is right move on and yeah that is impressive um there's tons more to go into um but if you want to know more because we're not going to spend the whole episode on the the history of this i definitely recommend watching never sleep again right and that actually comes with the box set yeah the old school box set. yeah because i think i have it i have it but i just bought it 
You can get it on Amazon or wherever. I think it was on Netflix for a while. Right. Or Hulu. Well, and to th- I mean, to think about it, like, looking at what Wes Craven had done leading up to that, you know, in 72, he did Last House on the Left. That's pretty big. That is huge. And then in 77, to do um, The Hills Have Eyes, you know, then have Summer of, Fear, Summer of Fear, Deadly Blessing. He did Swamp Thing in 82. Yeah, this was right after Swamp Thing, or he started it right after Swamp right. Thing. Right, because then, well, yeah, the, um, in 84, he had The Hills had uh, Hills Have Eyes Part 2, and then he did Elm Street, so, like... He was already pretty well established, and he was willing to do... Uh, was the first Swamp Thing R? Um, let me check right here. Um, no, it was uh, PG, actually. Okay. Which, in back then, PG is PG-13. It might as well be. Right, um, but... But yeah, it was PG. And but um, actually, looking in this though, I didn't see what he did. But he was on an episode of the Magical World of Disney in 1986. <laughs> so That's he obviously cool. didn't close that door, but he <laughs> was involved with something. And holy shit, there's a lot of. Okay. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he has. I'm all going through here, and I'm like, oh yeah, I knew he did that. Oh wow, <laughs> a musical too. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's definitely a ton more to get into, and right. the the documentary goes into the entire franchise, and it's incredibly long and and drawn out and stuff. So if you want more, well, yeah, if you're a fan of the franchise, definitely check it out because it 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 is a it may be a long watch, but it's definitely keeps you in like yeah. fascinating. To we'll me. probably end up doing an episode on just that documentary eventually. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm not going to pick it, but we're down. <laughs> All right, so we're going to... You're still going to have to watch it. Oh, darn. <laughs> All right, so we'll hop into the movie notes? Yeah. Alrighty. So, watching this for the first time in a very long time <laughs> was an interesting experience. It's always weird getting your head into the 80s mentality of some of these movies oh, and the yeah. pacing and the corniest balls dialogue. Oh. <laughs> Rod. <laughs> Shitty Rod. God damn it. Yeah, that's uh, the one thing that stood out to me was, I mean, the acting was pretty par for the course for being the early 80s, early yeah. mid 80s. But goddamn rod <laughs> that dude yeah he your classic like bad boy yeah douchebag yeah that you can't wait to see die but we'll get into that a little bit later right i loved the opening where he was making the glove i kind of forgot about that scene awesome. and it's yeah it's opening. so great and creepy seeing him assemble it and file down the nails <laughs> and knives and shit and just because it's a it's a genius weapon. Yeah. I mean, finger knives. You know, like it's so you, handy. It, <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> All right, we're done after episode one, guys. It's been a good run. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> after listening to you for years, you think that I would have saw that coming? But I didn't. You never do. <laughs> you I never just do. Swipe them right in. So uh-huh. nice. I. I don't know. It just it sets a tone, and it's a it is it's a cool weapon of choice, and I think it's probably the most iconic horror weapon. Well, yeah, it has to be because if you think you know, Michael uses a butcher knife, Jason uses a machete. They're all mm-hmm. generic. Yeah. You know, I mean, and Leatherface chainsaw. Yeah. Like nobody really has 
Even Ghostface uses the kitchen knife well, thing no, that's, too. Well, yeah. Well, Ghost, his knife a, was more of like a what's that? That black handled, chromed yeah. out. Yeah, it's not the exact. Knife. It's not like a butcher knife kind it, of it's thing. More right? but it's more flashy than it's, anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it really does. In fact, after watching this movie, I went and I played a few rounds of Dead by Daylight huh. uh, as Freddy. Nice. Uh, just to kind of walk around with the glove doing his little i should have played some mortal Kombat 9 oh shit oh shit oh with the fucking hands coming out of the mm-hmm. ground yeah Sorry, awesome it is good uh possibly one of my favorite scenes in the movie though is that opening nightmare of tina's and what i kind of what i really like about it, and it's something that they do also in the remake mm-hmm. is they kind of make you think that she's our uh protagonist right I mean, it's kind of this bait and switch. They kind of, well, I was going to say they almost do it again in Scream, but not quite because it's well, pretty. Well, they did that, well, yeah, with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. They kind of made you, well, I mean, because she was such a big star. Yeah. Being killed off immediately. Like, mm. we'll get into that when we talk about Scream because yeah. we're going to talk about Scream. You have to. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if it comes sooner Soon. rather than later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably not my next pick, but very soon after, very, I would yeah, imagine. It, it'll be coming, because I actually am looking forward to watching that again. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It has been a very long time. But it, it's such an interesting... Because you stay with Tina for a while. It's I thought she died a lot sooner, but she actually sticks around for quite a ways right. before they finally have the whole Rod thing. Right. Well, I mean... The, um, that dream sequence was a few minutes long, and then mm-hmm. it, went, it went from that to the school. Yeah. And then it was that night that yeah. she died. That for, that. Okay, it just seemed longer. How about that? It seemed like it was a ways. It wasn't like an immediate, like, two seconds no, later she was dead. You just... You know. I'm just... I'm going off of yours because I, I didn't know. bring my notes. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to participate. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we kind of already talked about Rod the, the horror dick. I mean, every... Almost every horror franchise, especially these early ones, have those archetypes of, you know, it's the good girl, it's the bad boy, it's the jock, it's the nerd. Cliches before they were cliches. Yeah, these set the standard for what will be cliches now. Yeah, that was one of my things that I got from the movie was just his, the one-liners from this guy. You don't want... Uh, up your nose with the twirling lawnmower? <laughs> with the twirling lawnmower. Yo. Uh, fucking hey. throw the arms up. Get out of here, Rod. Hey, yo, forget about it. Well, I mean, that <laughs> that sequence was just hilarious. When you know, I, I woke up with a, uh, a heart on with your name on it. And then just to get burnt. And then to have Johnny Depp look at you in your face and laugh. If but, you can make Johnny Depp laugh, you're doing something right. Or wrong. Right. <laughs> in Rod's yeah. case. But, oh, man, yeah. The dialogue with him, especially, there were a few others, um, but you get the point. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I have, I took notes and actually brought mine. It's weird. Well, you didn't have to go anywhere to get them. <laughs> yeah, because I was smart and put them on my phone. Yeah. You dope. Oh. <laughs> Just one. That was the last one. Okay. Probably. I'm fucking we'll see. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, I think. Oh. Aside from the bathtub, which we'll get to later, mm-hmm. is him coming out of the walls. Which, uh, yeah, that was... You know, like, thinking back on this, like, when you think of these horror movies, and you have Halloween, which is my personal favorite, mm-hmm. um, 
said a lot of I don't want to necessarily say cliches, but like um, staples. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the first to do what it did, but it did what it did very well. Yeah, it was the first to like perfect it, right? And like, um, we'll go into the deep dives when we cover Halloween. Um, yeah. There's more to that, but like, um, you think of Halloween, and then you think of Friday the Thirteenth, which is uh, very successful in its own right, but like. They said when they came out with it, they're like, just do what Halloween did. Just like mm-hmm. straight, like it's quoted, straight rip Halloween. Yeah. And then they did it. And I mean, watching it, you wouldn't think it's a straight rip. Yeah. Like it's its own movie and it's because it, it. it adds enough spokes to the wheel. Right. To, where, to make you think it's different. Exactly. It's not as rip offy as some of the other ones where right. it's like, but this then, is. But then you think of Nightmare on Elm Street and you're watching it and like you you don't get those the vibes of like oh you know i i remember seeing this in something else mm-hmm. or something like that like it and it might have you know borrowed things from other movies and i just sure. might not have seen them but like the concept's unique mm-hmm. it kind of did its own thing and it didn't blatantly come from something else you know well yeah and and craven sets a tone and he does and that's again the thing that i love about freddy is you can do things with him you can't do with other characters because it doesn't make sense doesn't work it's not part of their mo the wall gag one it's awesome because it's a practical effect they covered the wall with plastic or something something stretchy yeah the stretchy rubber and he just pressed on it really hard with his and then he went back and then he pressed it again so cool yeah and you know the remake did it as well and it wasn't quite as good though i like that he was able to like reach around i i can't can't believe i'm gonna say this but i should probably rewatch the remake i don't think i've seen it since I would probably say summer of 2010. <laughs> like, well, don't worry. Eventually you will. I will. I sw- yeah. I'll, I'll get there at some point. Uh, the other thing is the, the stretchy arms when he's going down. And this is, I believe, when he kills Tina. Yeah, because he's going down the alley. Yeah. And they did that with... they were. I don't know if they were paper mache arms, but they were like guys <laughs> up on the roofs with like fishing line. Oh, really? The, yeah. Well, hold I was going to say, because I mean, like you can tell it's a, it's a practical effect. Like, yeah. You could see like it's... Dangly. Yeah. It's, a, it's not <laughs> It's sturdy. like when they used paper mache arms for the original Fantastic Four in 94. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Still better uh, than Fox Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. Um, but yeah, I remember watching that part and... Like, I'll give him credit for it being a practical effect. But, yeah, it's very, like, very dangly. On. <laughs> oh, they're, a, they're a touch droopy. It's like when Bugs Bunny makes a muscle and then it goes away. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> a little floppy down. I got you. <laughs> but it leads to mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite scenes. No spoilers for the scorecard later. But Tina's death. And the whole flying around the room, it's so creepy. And when he, uh, when Freddie chops off his own fingers to freak her out and she peels off his face when she's fighting yeah. him off. Like, to me, that encompasses more of what Freddie is about. Yeah, mind you, like, fucking with your head. Yeah. You know. And brutal. 
I mean, when she's just being flung around that room and blood squirting everywhere and she falls back on the bed. Now, did they introduce, because like, I know that they did with Freddy versus Jason, that it was his uh, power was more fear-based and like people are forgetting him, so he was like fading off. Like, was that introduced in that movie or did they lead up to it? Because it's... Kind like, of. I was going to say, because I don't remember him from the originals, but it's been a long time since I... Like, it's probably been a couple of years since I've, like, binged him. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into, like, what depowers him at the end, because, of course, they have to defeat him-ish right. at the end. Right. I was just more but, curious about if that was something that they introduced later on or if it yeah. was something that I missed in this movie. It's or... something you missed in this movie. Oh. And, well, another, not to skip around too much, but it's one of my kind of peeves with this movie is it doesn't really seem to be set up that well. It just happens. Okay but we'll get into it when we get okay. to the end. But yeah, cutting the fingers off, that was pretty rad. Mm-hmm. That was pretty rad. And that just shows you that either his hands are really flimsy or those knives are goddamn sharp. Yeah. Like Or both. Or both. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> both. But... but yeah. Oop. Nope. Yep. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, yeah, no, that scene with, uh, with Tina and flying around the ceiling yeah. was pretty well, epic. Yeah, I mean, it's so visceral and so brutal and you I, as much as you hate rod you kind of feel for him in that moment because he's so helpless right and i'm pretty sure this was the scene where they used the rotating room okay okay yeah that makes sense because of the way that she flopped around yeah and rod was the actor was just like stationary and tied down and they flipped the room around mm-hmm that sounds pretty, about right. I think I remember hearing something yeah, about that. I'm pretty sure this is the one where that was. I haven't watched the documentary in a long time. Mm-hmm. But the part that I didn't get was this brutal murder takes place. Mm-hmm. You know, this girl's friend dies with the sleepover. <laughs> part of this school. But they go to school the next day. Yeah. And nobody seems to care or really notice that she died quite brutally by someone else supposedly who went to the school right i mean you think about it kids will come up with any excuse not to go to school and yeah. now you have a valid reason being like <laughs> my friend was murdered by her boyfriend supposedly <laughs> and i was there and i yeah like i could hear it <laughs> and but no know. one else at the school even seems to care like right. they're all just like oh, oh fuck it. english that yeah like oh that tina she had it coming <laughs> <laughs> you know bitch was, we told her not to date that rod kid <laughs> I mean, what was with the lawnmower jokes? Every day with the lawnmower jokes. It just, it didn't work. Right. (laughs) But yeah, no, that didn't, yeah, like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. (laughs) At all. And, like, I thought about it, too, about going in and watching all the, like, movie mistakes and plot holes of of the movie, Mm -hmm. but work did not pan out the way i wanted it to this week and so maybe next week yeah we'll we'll go into it but i i did like nancy falling asleep in school and getting her first taste of freddy well i mean not her first but our first look into what she sees right and tina in the body bag is another one of those iconic cool visuals from this franchise Mm mm-hmm yeah, and to show you the insane boiler rooms mm-hmm. at a high school. <laughs> yeah. Like, that that looked like a refinery <laughs> to me. You know, it might have been his world, but I thought about that. I'm like, that's like a, a factory, man. Like, that's not underneath any school. 
<laughs> well, that's kind of the point. It's she's falling into the. I, we have, there's a worse one later. So okay, well, the basement inside the basement. Okay. <laughs> but you know, there, I I kind of like it because there's a bit of symbology there in the idea of going down. You're entering down into the dream world, right? And you're you know you're drifting down into sleep and into his realm, and it's his world, mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> oh. It would not be a, a nightmare episode if we didn't throw in a, a bitch every once in a while. You have to. You do. The Rick and Morty episode alone. <laughs> and I like Fuck that yeah. she really held her arm against that steam pipe for clever. a very long time. That's actually was in one of my notes that I think about because I wrote down Clever Girl. <laughs> a nod to Jurassic Park. I was going to say not talking about Jurassic Park. But uh, did you notice that the burn was like just a barely sunburn? No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it I, was just this little pink, like, if you burn yourself on, like, a pan mm-hmm. kind of burn. And I, not to pick this movie apart because I love it, but it's these little things that we just have to have some fun with. Because if you held your arm under steam pipe for that long, and she held it on there a long time. We're, yeah, we're talking, you're going to, you might leave something on that yeah, pipe when you're there'd done. There'd be some, like, after you peeled it off. Right. It looked like someone just put some pink marker on her arm. <laughs> I'm sure she'll be fine. And falls under the $1.8 million budget. <laughs> they have some uh, Crayola markers. They were just lying around. <laughs> well, they were out of school. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. I missed my spot here. Um. Oh, yeah. I don't, I hate that I'm... I feel like I'm picking this movie apart already. Get used to it, guys, because he's going to save this a lot. Yeah. In the future. Yeah, uh, I don't, definitely. I mean, I really like it. I mean, are we talking about a DC movie now, or are we talking about Nightmare on Elm <laughs> <Home> Street? <laughs> wow. No, you'll know, because I won't apologize for ripping into that. Oh, you, I'll make you apologize. <laughs> but, okay, did you think it was strange that Nancy was able to just walk up to Rod's cell? Well, putting it like that, yeah. <laughs> like, but, he's, he's in jail for murder. Brutal murder. Right. And I know her dad's a cop, but she just like walks up right up to his cell. Now, was and everyone's written? cool with that. Okay. So then um, I'm remembering back on the scene. At what point did she, she went up to the cell and then she left and then she was outside and then she could see down into Rod's cell. That was later. That was, that was later. when Rod dies. That is when he dies. Right before like, he dies. Okay. But earlier when she's like what happened in there he's she's able to just like go up to his old-timey prison cell with open bars she's a junior detective (laughs) she has a badge and everything she's got her sticker badge (laughs) (laughs) you beat me to it yep that i don't know i like i said i didn't want to have two punches to the face in in a row but that was one of those things was just like hmm you watched a lot of SVU. You know that people don't just get to walk up to random cells and be like, yeah. hey, what happened here? Yeah, why Why did you do that to why? her? And the other thing is he never mentions that Tina was like rolling around on the ceiling. Yeah. And up the walls and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that be one of the first... Like, that's a pretty interesting thing to happen. Yeah. She didn't just randomly die and blood spurted out. Like, yeah. she was thrown around a room, but that never seems to come up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I don't... I mean, I feel like if you tried to tell somebody that, you're like, hey, uh, yeah, I was in there, 
and uh, she got dragged up the side of a wall. Yeah. And she was flopping around on the ceiling. You can see the blood there, 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 you're and there. Going, I couldn't you're still do that. going to jail, but you're going to jail as a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not <laughs> like, I could see that, but at the same time, I would have said something, but at the same time, he might have just been like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to jail anyway. With the, with the twirling with lawnmower. The twirling, twirling lawnmower. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, where is this at? Where are they at again? Uh, where's Elm Street? In fucking, like, it's oh. Midwest, right? Illinois? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, Illinois is uh, Halloween. Haddonfield's in Illinois, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. Where the fuck does that? Okay, you keep talking because okay. this is going to bug me. All right, fine. Everything bugs you. Um, I, the next thing to talk about is their introduction of the very iconic nursery rhyme and then Ooh, later on the tub scene. But I yeah. loved... I thought it was interesting having her, Nancy, saying it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to remember now... I just watched this movie. I should remember. And you won't remember. Fuck but, you. <laughs> Los but, Angeles. Is it? Well, it was filmed in Los Angeles, but... Well, that's... Everything is. Did she see the little girls with the jump rope before the tub scene? No. Um, I know they're at the end with the car. I think... No, I, I think... I think it was t- more... T- I don't think... That it happened? No, because I think that... Um, well, that's her second, that's the second interaction with Freddie. Right, right. Um, which, but I don't remember that's happening well, in her first dream. I, no, but I, okay, so she what? She fell asleep at the school. Yeah. And then uh, she fell asleep in the bathtub. Yeah, and this is, that's where we're at right, right now. Right, she fell asleep in the bathtub, and I, but I don't know if they showed a vision of her dreaming before the hand come out of the water. Yeah, no, and they don't really have a... I mean, the nightmare is her under the water, but I was just trying to think about that, if when she would have known, if it's just something from her mind Mm -hmm. that's coming out, or maybe it was part of some of her initial dreams. I feel like there was a reference to the rhyme early in the movie. You know, and, you know, thinking back, like, watching this movie... Um, I remember standing out that there was an absence. Like it, there it wasn't as prominent part of it. Like you know, it's emphasized later on. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's full bore. Yeah. And this one, like I, I don't remember hearing it a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, it was really. It was, I, I, I feel like it was mentioned earlier, and then she says it in the tub, which I thought was really cool because we all know the you know one two Freddie's coming for you. Yeah rhyme and then they show the girls skipping rope at the end mm-hmm. i don't know it was just a thing but i love the tub scene yeah very iconic classic Le- and how awkward it would be to be the person's you know having to do that particular <laughs> sign grab. me up <laughs> well, i'm in the wrong business <laughs> yeah no, we need new jobs <laughs> yeah we yeah we do i'm spend too much time on the road <laughs> or not enough <laughs> But it's, it is, it's such a cool, I don't know, it's, it's a cool visual that leads to a cool gag of her getting pulled under the tub into the water and she's like drowning and it's like he's pulling her in to the water. Well, I like, I like that it, it being such an iconic shot and to the fact that like she is such in a vulnerable position, Yeah. but it wasn't sexualized. Yeah, it wasn't, but it does kind of give you that like... She's alone, locked in the bathroom, 
naked in a tub. She hasn't slept for at least a day or two by now. Mm-hmm. And now this clawed hand is coming from between her legs. Well, and I think that's kind of a theme, though. That happens more and more throughout the yeah. like the sheets. Uh, that's I think that's New Nightmare. But um, Yeah, I think so. But it, it does become a theme, though, where he does come up between the legs and then mm-hmm. towards her. Well, in looking this up, originally he was going to be a child molester and murderer, but at the time, particularly in California, there was a bunch of child molester cases Mm -hmm. actually happening in the real world, and so to be more sensitive and lenient to that, they kind of... Toned it down. Yeah, they toned that down and made him just, he's a child murderer. Okay. And then the, the creepy stuff came in... And was emphasized later on. Okay. And then went away when it turned into Looney Tunes and then came back. And the <laughs> I'm going to rip into some... The, like, I, the sequels? I, yeah, I feel bad talking bad about this Dream one. Dream Warriors. <laughs> no. Don't fucking hate on Dawkin. We'll fight <laughs> in this room. <laughs> my, it always sticks out in my head. I think it's from Five. Uh-huh. He, you know those tire spikes that they put across the road? Like that cops put across the yeah, road yeah, to yeah, stop yeah, a car? Yeah. Uh-huh. Him, Freddie... With his back, pushing a roll of those across the road. And then he huffs and puffs and does this exaggerated, exhausted look like Bugs Bunny would do. That is always stuck in my brain as just the shittiest, dumbest, like... But see, when you take something like that and then you take, what was it, in three with the tendon puppets... Yeah. Like, that was so genius. Yeah, and that's creepy as shit. That's what I mean. Like, when you think about the cheesy and then you have something that like they're either going to do something really dumb or they're going to do something that's going to blow your mind <laughs> they went dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i should keep a tally of how many times we're going to compare freddy to uh, bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> just that movie like that scene just pesters the shit out of me because it's not to me it's not freddy i know a lot of people like the goofy shit right it's you well, know yeah he, he is definitely known for that more later on but yeah i do agree that it's like liking Roger Moore Bond over a Sean Connery or Daniel Craig. Right. Like, you know, some people just prefer that more lighthearted tone, but I go serious. I, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather, I like the darker mm-hmm. as well. well so that's is why that we can be, be the, friends. Right. Is that going to be the name of the episode? Is Freddy the Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny of the <laughs> horror world? <laughs> we'll have to remember that when we do it. Right. Uh, let's see where I'm at. I love the sticky stairs. See, I, I don't remember the the sticky stairs she's running up the stairs in one of her dreams and her feet keep going into oh, the stairs it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. in oh, cement see, and i know oatmeal uh, and i <laughs> and like i i know what you're talking about now and that's just from memory i don't mm-hmm. remember that scene i might have been tending to my kid while it was playing or something we don't need those kind of excuses you're not going to play in my sympathies here i don't give a <laughs> shit about your sympathies <laughs> But I love him coming through the mirror and all the... I don't know. There are just so many cool gags. There really are. And I have to say my note here, the way I wrote it, mm-hmm. because I think it's funny. I don't know if you will, but Rod hanging out in his cell. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another thing, guys, is uh, his notes. Not only is he punny and vocal, vocally punny, but his notes are written in puns as well. 
And it's something he takes pride in. I do. <laughs> you really do. I think they're clever. No one else <laughs> seems to, but I think they're funny. And that's well, what some, I'm all about. Somebody has to. Well, in this thing, like, I feel kind of bad. This is when I kind of feel bad for Rod because, yeah, he's... Kind of feel bad. Kind of feel bad because he's, you know, the rubber hose guy, but... All right, yeah. <laughs> he he wasn't responsible for Tina's death. He couldn't do anything to stop it. He's being kind of railroaded by the system here. Well, yeah, it's because of that cliche. He's, he's the... Uh... He's your bad boy. Yeah. And uh, he's the easy, oh, it was the, it was the, you know, shitty douchebag mm-hmm. boyfriend that did it. And yeah, it's almost like a redeeming quality. Like, it's almost like how shitty can we make this guy? And then how far can we bring him back? And, yeah. you know. and to me, it almost kind of worked. I almost. mean, there's not quite enough development there to make me actually feel bad for him. Right. But it is one of those things. And it's also one of the more, I would say, tame deaths. Yeah. There aren't, we talked about it earlier. There's not a lot of death in this movie. Well, and really. I think that's what, I th- and I think that's what you know that it's done well. Yeah. It's like in, in Halloween, three deaths. Yeah. But that movie is so suspenseful mm-hmm. that you don't have to be cutting people in half and mowing them down that like yeah as much as i love the new one and that has a death every you know 30 seconds it (laughs) seems like especially when he gets loose yeah you know having this level of built-in suspense and drama Mm -hmm. i think is one of the reasons why these characters have lasted as long right and it's all quality over quantity Mm -hmm. i guess like you know when they're when you're able to build up that tension in between the kills and mm-hmm. there's you know they stand out more opposed to like being like well you know how graphic can we make this like folding yeah. somebody in half with a folding bed just you know like <laughs> yeah. those will stand out because you don't see those often but yeah. like it's so you know, weird that that stands like out. freezing the girl's face and the yeah, and I still think i mean I still think that w- even with the sleeping bag kill, that that is mm. my favorite Friday the Thirteenth kill is the nitrogen face. face. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a, a, a it's visual a, that you remember. Oh yeah, um, and a movie that you don't, <laughs> if you're lucky. So Nancy comes back from a dream with Freddy's hat. Right. Yeah. I wish we had seen that dream. That's the one that I kind of wish that out of all the ones that we didn't see, like I don't mind seeing, not seeing Rod's death dream, but not seeing Nancy have the strength to get Freddie's hat. And it had to have been an accident. Yeah. She must have just been holding it and then woke up. But now, but see at the same time though, if there are so few deaths you're kind of robbing by not giving the death dream sequence. I agree. You know, like you're going to show a few deaths, but you're not really going to show like, Oh, one, eight, 1.8 million. I mean, I, <laughs> no, I, I get it, but you know, it's like, at least we got to see him die. Right. And we don't necessarily know. Cause th- that was an interesting one because he used the outside world. Yeah. To kill him. Right. It wasn't like, you know, the cuts appeared because he was cutting them in their dream. It was using 
That was the blanket, right? Yeah, it was the the blanket that was wrapping around his neck. Yeah. So that was an interesting... I wish they would have shown it just for that, because it kind of shows that he can actually manipulate the outside world. Right, and that would have been... That would have been... But then again, they're also... I Like, thinking about it, I don't think that they showed it, because they were showing it from Nancy's perspective and how right. weird it was for her to see him die but not be able to see Freddy because she herself is not dreaming, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, the ability to um, manipulate the world and not actually be physically present adds an, another layer of like, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> not you only really can... can't stop him. Yeah, like, okay, so... Which, I mean, kind of goes into the ending with the car and grabbing the mom through the window. Like, mm-hmm. we're not entirely sure if that's a dream or not. I think it's a dream. It'd have to be, but it's such a weird setup. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say. But, so she finds the hat, and the mom takes it and puts it in a drawer in the kitchen. God, the fucking mom. God. <laughs> I mean, we, we we shit on Rod a lot this episode. <laughs> yeah, but, but we, we haven't even gotten to the mom yet. Like, uh, like, good God. Thinking about how uh, mom was rough. Well, she's so strange. Like, I get why, kind of. A, she's an alcoholic, probably because of the divorce and because of what happened with Freddie. Mm-hmm. When we'll get into that. But she just acts so strange. Yeah. But I love that. Weirdly aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like why are you like being so mean? About mean. It? Like, I'm, sorry, mom. Like, <laughs> like this is happening. Well, what I don't get is they talk. I can't figure out if because when they talk about this happening to them, the kids telling the parents about this, they act like they're crazy. Yeah, like but they know because that they know it's true. That's what I was thinking. And, and if you weren't going to bring that up, I was. Yeah. Like, and that's, I, I don't know if it's just crazy denial. Like, no, we killed him. So it can't there, be him. Yeah, there's no way it could be him. Yeah. Because then, yeah, you. Because yeah. he's dead. So he can't do this to you anymore. Right. But they're saying, no, he's doing it to us in our dreams. But it's like, no, no, he can't be shh, doing shh, that. Shh, no. No. It's not happening. It's not happening. Shh. <laughs> fingers, <laughs> like a, yeah, fingers up to the lips. But yeah. my, I love that. Nancy asks her mom where the hat is, mm-hmm. and she doesn't tell her. Then Nancy immediately goes to the exact drawer in the kitchen where it is and takes it out. Right. <laughs> like, like, it, it my must mom, have... <laughs> it's like one of those like Ferris Bueller moments where she looks at the camera and she's like, my mom sucks at this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, she is not good at hiding things. <laughs> Oh, that's such a great movie. It really is. It's almost a shame that they can't talk about it. I know. Um, so Nancy's mom telling her about what happened with Freddie. Mm-hmm. Why'd she keep the glove? Because it's fucking awesome. Well, I, I know why I have a version of the glove. I bought it at a Halloween store and it's awesome. It is. It, I had one way back in the day, but it was... um. It wasn't like the full glove, like the way it, like it, it was kind of like a really shitty, it was kind of like a really shitty glove, mm. but then it had like little plastic attachers on that. Mm. And like, if you weren't careful, you'd put your fingers through the holes in the glove. And then, I mean, it wasn't bad. That's just, that's kind of how that one is. It's a cheapy plastic one. That's I had it good enough. Way back in the day though. Mm. 
so it was even cheaper plastic. Oh yeah, I mean we're old. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like, I mean, props have come a long way since Mm -hmm. then. But um, yeah, it's a pretty sweet glove. But I did, yeah, it was. I think the reason the scene is so weird is because of the way she plays the mom so off kilter. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to it. But. No, I just like, <laughs> I don't know if she's like drunk all the time and she just is like super upset denial. Like, I don't want to fucking talk about this. Like, it, <laughs> I don't. I just remember watching the movie and thinking like, wow, she's brutal. <laughs> like... God, I would hate to be in a room with this woman for longer well, than a couple minutes. Well, then she comes home later, Nancy comes home later, and there's bars all over all the windows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, like, well, I thought you didn't believe me. Yeah. Why are, the, why are we fucking barred in now? <laughs> and uh, if he's in my dreams, isn't this worse? Yeah. Like, how am I going to get out? <laughs> you know? And then didn't she, like, put a bunch of locks on the door, front yeah. door? So, like... Can't even get out the front door. Yeah. This isn't, like, Jason or Michael, where they're physically there you know i mean i get not necessarily being able to wrap your head around the idea that they're he's killing them in their dreams yeah so i i i kind of get the mom's reaction from that point of view because it's like the mom thinks that he's come back from the dead or that he didn't really die okay that makes sense and so it's actually him back Mm -hmm. right but she's just not getting it like, even though Nancy says several times, my dreams, I can't sleep because of my dreams. He's going to get me in my dreams. Right. But it's, you know, it's fine. She's like, no, you're just crazy. Yeah. Go to sleep. I'm go to go, sleep. I'm going to go put some bars on the windows. <laughs> just just enjoy that. <laughs> you look out the hallway, she's drinking again. <laughs> but damn it, Mom. <laughs> well, that happens, too. Yeah, I know. When you look out in the hallway and she, like, it reminded me, like, it's almost like, oh, shit, what was it? old chick flick with uh, Meg Ryan where she's a raging alcoholic where like bottles are hidden in towels and mm. that's what it made me think of except for she was nicer. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Meg Ryan's just a nicer person. Well, yeah, I mean, she was, yeah, she was obviously... I just thought it was strange that she was hiding vodka in the freaking linen but the, closet. But see, that's not like... Like, I, like it happened in that, like, sh- like in that movie with Meg Ryan. Yeah. I thought I it was strange until you said that. Right, but I mean, that's like... <laughs> random ass hiding places so like when people try to take your booze like no one's gonna think to look in the towels you know what i mean yeah so it's like but the in. other problem the problem i have with it is what happens when they need a towel <laughs> like there's one in the bathroom already man <laughs> <laughs> it got dirty it's wet now i need a new towel yeah, give me a new towel and be like, oh this one's got a bottle hey, in it hey, I Ma, that one. <laughs> why is there fucking vodka in the towels <laughs> keep some fresh <laughs> <laughs> fucking 80s versions of Unsentables or whatever the hell the, those things are called. The new dryer sheets. It's just mini vodka bottles that you put in your dryer. Fucking Monarch brand. <laughs> <laughs> Cray Goose came out with fucking dryer sheets. If that's not a good idea, I don't know what is. Yep. Uh, let's see. What's the next thing I got? I loved the I'm your boyfriend now. That's an iconic line now. Mm-hmm. And then the tongue phone. Right. But real quick, uh, we kind of went off on a tangent, but like we didn't really like we we asked why did she keep the glove? And then we went off onto her being mm. an alcoholic. So <laughs> just to like revisit on that real quick, like 
like other than jokey things, I can't imagine why she would keep that glove or why she either. thought like that's the thing. That's why I wrote it down. I was like, okay, I get killing him, but I mean, Fine. kitchen purposes. Could you like imagine making dinner with like you could cut so many carrots? Yeah, it's so fast too, man. Yeah, all you have to do is like. Cock, 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 it's done. It's just like tapping your fingers <laughs> when you're nervous and you just da, 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 17 right? carrots. But like, where, didn't she have it in the, in the, like the furnace? furnace. Yeah. yeah. You can't cut carrots in the furnace. <laughs> you can't? I've been doing so many things wrong and with my life. why I don't stay for dinner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, okay, now we can go back to the, um, the, the phone tongue. <laughs> it's with, a cool, I mean, it's, it's kind of hokey looking because it's oh, the 80s. Huge ass tongue too. Like that's Yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> but yeah, Gene that's, Simmons. Oh, good God, right? <laughs> um, but no, though, like when you—that's one of those scenes that do stand out. Yeah, yeah so. I think it's one of those kind of more memorable, iconic moments in the whole franchise, and that's what's interesting about this first movie. Even more so than I think any other franchise. Thinking back on some of the older horror franchises, tease up so many things that are used and reused. Mm-hmm throughout the series the song the dreams the glove the well that's right because in new nightmare they did the phone thing again didn't they yeah i think so it I, was a I little don't different think it, but it yeah. wasn't as hokey yeah well i mean it was made like 20 years later well yeah I but s- i mean even when you look at friday the 13th the things that became iconic in that franchise didn't really kick off until like the third one right halloween is a little different but even that you know, it took some time to develop. Well, well, and that because, I mean, that's a whole different can of worms there because, like, they made the first one, they weren't planning on making the second one, then they made the second one, and then they made the third one, which was going, they were going to get Season rid- of the Witch. Yeah, yeah, they were going to get rid of Myers completely, and then mm. they were going to do Halloween anthology movies. Right. And it didn't go well, which they should have just called it something different. It Don't nice. say Halloween <laughs> 3. Because, I mean, if I think... And I know this is off topic, but if you <laughs> don't have that name, you could have just called it Season of the Witch. Yeah. And, and it, it would have just been another forgettable horror but, movie I mean, was just fine. I, don't make me pick that for the next <laughs> movie and make you watch it because it's not... Like, that movie itself is not bad. Yeah. It's just not a Halloween movie. Yeah, it shouldn't have been called Halloween 3. But then when that didn't do well and then they brought him back later and then they... St- like fucking timeline on that movie I don't don't even get me started we won't because we got to focus on this one but that's my (laughs) point though is that so many other franchises took so long to develop into what we know of them now yeah whereas this one it just kicked right off and they didn't plan on doing a sequel to this either i don't think craven even came back for two and no because two went into like a completely different direction i think and he didn't come back until new nightmare right which was in 94 which was 10 years later 20 years later 10 years later i'm bad at math now 10 years later. <laughs> 10 years later i'm like is this 94 is this 2004 i don't remember being 11. what day is this where am i god who are you yeah huh? seven <laughs> right I'm, I'm gonna look up and see who did uh, two but um yeah to like he didn't come back for 10 years and new nightmare is one of my favorite um one of my favorites in the entire yeah, thing too. because just the concept and i'm sure we'll talk about it at another point. Yeah. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> Freddy's Revenge, it came out a year later. It came out in 1985. Oh. Like, it came no, out no in 85 kidding. and it was directed, it was written by um, 
David Chaskin and and um oh and Wes well characters Wes Craven yeah but then it was uh, directed by uh, Jack Shoulder hmm. who isn't known yeah it doesn't even ring a bell Tremors two thousand three yeah. Wishmaster okay yeah he's done some stuff he's done some things um but yeah Tales from the Crypt hmm. yeah but yeah he uh that was yeah uh Nightmare two came out a year later and they did what five in the span of um between one and new nightmare i'd have to or think six about six because i th- well there was um well because uh the original was in 84 mm-hmm. two was in 85 three was in 87 um four was in um, 88 and five was in 89 and six was in 91. So then, yeah, the final nightmare was in 91 and then it went away for three years and then came back as new nightmare, Hmm. which I thought was a great movie in itself. But that's a lot of movies really close yeah which is why a lot of them are dipping in the quality department but we'll get to those and they all do to be honest with you every franchise has its stinkers (laughs) friday the 13th (laughs) yeah well even halloween yeah i mean like thinking about that like some of the ideas that they could have went with Mm -hmm. and then didn't go with but went with and like it's so weird to think that i mean they're trying to reinvent it and keep it fresh while completely forgetting what makes it good in the first place yeah and a lot of movies unfortunately fall victim to that and it's sad but in this one Mm -hmm. we get glenn johnny depp sucked into a bed (laughs) and that's awesome the blood tornado man (laughs) so rad it's it's freaking cool it's another uh dream we don't get to see but But was she she was she in the room when that happened or was he by himself he was by himself Okay, so then... His mom walked in and saw the blood everywhere. Right, but he just got sucked in. Do you see an arm come up and pull him down? Mm-mm. It's like a hole opens up almost right, in the bed. Right, and I, and I just, just don't gets... remember, because I know that he gets sucked down, but I didn't. I don't remember if like you could see an arm come up and Mm-mm. pull him down. Okay, well, Not that I remember. See, and now that kind of contradicts, though, because if there's not anybody there to see the dream, then you should be able to see the dream because there's no other perspective to see it from. Well, yeah, but it's it almost goes to him being able to bend reality because yeah, and, and then the physical world, <clears throat> yeah, because the blood geyser thing happens in the real world because the mom walks in and sees it. Oh yeah, and there's no body; mm-hmm. it's just his blood everywhere. Freddie likes to pull people into beds. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, <laughs> all right. Let's see you. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I would. Yeah. But it, it is still a cool death. And then I, f- I found this, like, <laughs> so Nancy has this idea after pulling the hat out of the dream to, okay, now I can pull him out of my dream and make him appear before me and then I'm going to kill him or show him to the cops or something. Right. She's going to bring him into the physical world. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. but That's okay. But she does an amazing amount of work because she says, like, 
wake me up in 20 minutes. She talks to her dad after Glenn is exploded in the bed. And should we talk about the parents, like Glenn's parents, when she calls over there, it's like, stop calling my boy. (laughs) 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 Like the dad was very against Nancy. Like she's a crazy girl. I didn't stay yeah, away from my even, son. Even called her that. Like, <laughs> she's one of them crazy girls. I don't, I mean, I guess you're next door to a house with bars on the windows. Yeah, and, good uh, job, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking not doing any favors for your kid now. <laughs> well, she's passed out on the couch and fucking then just disappears. Vodka in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I The parents are so strange in this movie. Yeah, they really are. Well, I mean, there's all of these gruesome deaths, and her dad, who is a cop, is just like, oh, just Same go over there. Same emotion the entire movie. Yeah. Like... It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Just go in and there. And, like, John Saxon, like, they're all, you know, they're all decent actors. Like, it's yeah. not like they don't have the range to play a character. Yeah. But nobody... I mean, Nancy has two temperaments. Calm. <laughs> and then, why don't you believe me? <laughs> you know? And then John Saxon just, like being like 80s version of like hot cop yeah. you know like <laughs> like i remember because I, I i did a community night um streaming um this movie mm-hmm. with uh some of my friends on rabbit and uh like just talking about like oh john saxon <laughs> you know <laughs> like you know he's just basically the same person throughout the entire movie and you would think that if like i know that if my daughter was tripping balls about something that was happening and all of her friends around her were dying. Yeah. You might listen. Yeah. I might listen like, hmm. and <laughs> I might stop smoldering for a little bit and yeah. be like, what's going on here? You yeah. Know? They all say they're dying in their dreams. There's no weapons anywhere. Right. It's very gruesome. They're all seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go back to cop work. It's fine. <laughs> I'm I need just going to stand here in the fucking doorway. <laughs> But Nancy says, wake me up in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. She home alones the whole house. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, I totally forgot. I was like, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. The mom disappeared. I guess went to bed because we see her later in bed. Mm-hmm. And then is able to fall asleep inside of that 20 minutes and have her dream and pull out Freddie. Like... I can barely fall asleep inside an hour. And when I lay down to sleep, I know she hasn't slept in a couple of days. Right. But, like, it usually takes me a good half hour to get some solid Z's going. Right, yeah. You and got I'm not, it's time to wind down. Yeah. I mean, like... And I'm not Jimmy rigging the whole house like I'm <laughs> Macaulay Culkin or anything. So. Just picture you scooting around the house, <laughs> hanging fucking paint cans from the fucking stairs. <laughs> Your wife's Jack's like, what are you, on the steps. <laughs> Your wife's like, what are you doing? Like, shh. Back to bed. <laughs> Don't worry about me. <laughs> I'm catching Fweddy. Uh... <laughs> you. Oh, that's not a direct reference, but close enough. <laughs> but this goes into the basement in a basement that I was talking about earlier in the school. Right. Yeah. And you talked about the the deeper repression mm-hmm. and the thing. Like, I don't remember this scene in particular. But yeah. I'd... Well, because she's in their house. Nancy's in her house. And then she goes into the basement of her house. Mm-hmm. And then apparently that basement has another basement, which is the boiler room. Every fucking house in this city has a boiler room. <laughs> <laughs> Who do, I have one. We're in it right now. That's why it's so hot in here. God. <laughs> I yeah, turn it, it, it did warm up a little bit. <laughs> like it was yeah. an icebox when I got in here before. 
It's because we're talking about Freddy and it's getting hot. Oh. But that, it was clever, I think. It, it just, it made me, it didn't so much hit me in the school mm-hmm. when the, it was the basement inside the school for some reason. Right. But with this one, it was like, okay, she's already in her basement of her house. Mm-hmm. I've been to several houses. Very few, if any, have had a basement inside of that basement. Yeah, because, I mean, if you have a basement. That's like, the basement. That is, yeah. That's why it's like, called base. Right. It's the, the bottom. And. Like I get maybe having a parallel crawl space on another side, not generally anything going underneath any further. True. And yeah, so like when you're in the basement, generally the floor above <laughs> you. Um, yeah. So that's what made me think about the idea of this descending Deeper. into the dream world and into Freddy's world. And I thought that was a really nice touch for all of its quirkiness that mm-hmm. this movie has it has those little gems that is why it's so freaking cool i'm sticking looking through my notes you can bring one of these up too we're almost up to the end though yeah uh, i i liked nancy in her facing of jason uh jason wow freddie <laughs> it's getting yeah. we're, we're springing around too much we really are but hey you know what uh it's gonna happen yeah. uh natural like we're not going off like we have notes but we're not going off a script so yeah. sometimes tangents will be had indeed and so several but, times this hour <laughs> <laughs> you're not kidding but yeah the the nancy kruger showdown mm-hmm. it wasn't quite as badass as i was kind of hoping and i think the remake does it better Okay. It makes it more... And again, it's because they can go creepy with it mm-hmm. in a way that this movie couldn't. Okay. But I do like their kind of confrontation. The, my problem with it, I guess, is that you don't get as much a sense of history between them. Yeah. Because in theory, he, the reason that the parents would have killed Freddy is because they were messing with their kids. Yeah. Or kids were coming up missing and so that they he couldn't get to their kids right they just kind of th- it was it like a, the net. Yeah, yeah preventative measures but but at the same time though like if you think about the final girls like Lori, all she did was run from michael yeah like they didn't have a showdown Mm-mm. until 40 years later yeah you know um what what was it um there was a there was one in Friday the Thirteenth, but it wasn't with Jason. No, yeah. you know, and so she never had a showdown. So I mean, like, not many actually confronted. Yeah, their... especially back in the day. Right. I mean, Sydney gets one. Yeah, but, but that that's, was like what? Late or, that's yeah, and that's or orchestrated. Midnight? Yeah, and so, um, but yeah, that that's uh, it may not have been the most epic, but at least like she. Like stood her was, ground yeah, and, she and stood did her, her shit. She didn't and, run and she, and didn't she accomplished a, her goal. She brought him to the real did. world, for she better did. or worse. Yeah. And then she screams to a cop for help who just looks at her and goes, huh? And then yeah. walks away. Like, hey, you see this uh, fucking really weird looking dude laying on the ground here, <laughs> all burnt up? Fucking. <laughs> Do something about that. Yeah. No, that's gotta, fine. Yeah, gotta, did you notice that, though? Yeah, she couldn't get any help to save her life. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, yeah, there's yeah. like... There, the deputy was, just like looks at her and goes, I know she's screaming for help, and this kid behind us was just exploded into his bed with no body in sight. Right. And no killer. You look killer. at his name tag, it says Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this makes sense. I knew that looked like David Arquette. <laughs> his fucking... His dad. Uh... 
and she pulls kind of a, a, a Michael Myers move and, and charbroils him in the basement. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. that was, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I do, but like um, I was reading the next one, running through. Well, because so she lights. I'm trying to remember why the rest of the house is on fire. Because Freddy's on fire. Well, yeah, but he was wasn't he in the basement, and then what? He follows her. Doesn't he chase her on fire? I think so. Or am so. I mixing my? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, because oh, because of footsteps. There's a yeah, and there's footsteps. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that must be it. Okay. Right. Or if nothing else, he gets out of the basement whilst on fire and goes upstairs because that's when we have yeah the mom getting sucked into the bed as a skeleton. Right, which was super. And odd. he was still on fire. But wasn't he on top? He was on top of her on fire. Yeah. And that's how she, yeah, could burnt her to skeletal mummy remains. That makes more sense. She's yeah, not he, just randomly a skeleton now. Yeah, he, yeah, they followed the flaming footsteps up the stairs mm-hmm. and they walked in and he was laying on top of her and she was screaming and then, you know, burning up. Mm-hmm. And then what, I don't, I don't remember what happened after that, like how he got off of her. I don't either. But then you do see the the classic eighties like strobe lights, yeah, and then like She's fog machine and like I'm like that looks like bed. a prop from like a Halloween house or something. Well, I guess the idea would be that he went back into the dream world through the mom, I guess. Uh, yeah, potentially. I mean, he could have popped back through before she died completely. Like, did she well, pass I- out? Well, I know. I mean, he must still be there because then Nancy has to have her confrontation with him. Mm-hmm. And this, this is the part that made me kind of go, huh? And it, we'll talk about it more in, in the scorecard. Right. But she just kind of randomly realizes that to not pay attention to him is what will make him lose his power. Okay. And that's something that I feel is more fleshed out in the series mm-hmm. later on. But in this, it just, to me, and I was... I got it. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, I wonder. It was. It's like when if House just him. happens to come across the right diagnosis, yeah. like out of thin air. Right. It's. <laughs> I wonder if I stop looking at Justin. <laughs> if well, he'll disappear well, in a weird his... blue mist. <laughs> well, <laughs> but where'd, he could. He, where'd he go? <laughs> Do you see the blue sparkles? I, if you don't uh, see the blue sparkles, I'm still here. <laughs> Yeah, you're still here, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that the mom being sucked in the bed was pretty cool. And that leading up into one of my favorite parts of the movie with the uh, the Freddy car. Yeah. That convertible. <laughs> when that I top that popped car. up, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. No, but, but... It, 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 you, it gets its point across. Like, yeah. uh, what was it? It was red. The car yeah, was, it was red or weird orange. Right. It was a I okay, it, I don't think it might have been red because it um maybe almost like the the cap strap on your bucket there. So like an, a red orange. It, something like that because it, it it I remember visually it like obviously with the um, when the top went up and it being the color of Freddy's sweater like the the red green red green it clashed with the car really bad. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I don't remember exactly. It just didn't flow. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, it was cool as shit, but I'm like, huh, okay. It's like wearing a dress with jeans. Just <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't. No, I don't like it. <laughs> if I can see you at work tomorrow and you're or on fucking Monday, you're like, uh, you don't, bud. You're like, I'm comfortable. You know? I'm doing numbers. Yeah, we're going to be here a while. I just, I, I love the scene because, again, it's another iconic thing of this franchise of the car. And then it goes off to the girls jumping rope. And then the mom gets sucked through the window. It was red. It was a red car? Yeah, it was red. Like, looking at a picture of it, yeah. it looks better when it's closed, but I just remember when the... It's almost like when the hood goes up, it's like it looks different. Well, the red in the on the top of the cover is so prominent that it does kind of make it look more of an orangey. Yeah, it definitely does make the car look a little bit different. Yeah. But then when you look at a picture of the car itself, when the hood isn't, when the hood isn't up... Like, there's a picture where you can just see what looks to be Nancy looking outside and yeah. not looking at that. Like, okay, that's red. But mm-hmm. then when you look at the top, like... No, that's red. Oh, what the fuck? Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I love the ending. I think it's really cool, especially when he pulls the mom through the window. Oh, yeah. That was super cool. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> when did she fall back asleep? Did it not... I mean, obviously... The implication is he's not dead. Right. I mean, it was a really cool way to leave it being like, you know, if this is it, this is it. But you know he's not dead. Yeah. Then, of course, does... Nightmares never die. Oh, good. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I got a million of them. You'll hear them throughout the series. I'm looking forward to them. Not at all. (laughs) When you leave. Soon enough. (laughs) can't get rid of me you want to do episode two after this <laughs> sure why not i haven't watched the movie yet but we oh, can do it right. uh so that's it that's pretty much our, our summary long ass summary of the movie yeah that did go a little bit more than what i expected but well we got a deep dive you know we're, we're just talking about the one thing we gotta really Dude, dig yeah. in it's like you know breaking it down two-thirds of it was a nightmare one-third everything else like yeah. we went off into so many different well me especially yeah, we did didn't we yeah we did you <laughs> <Huh? laughs> so time. now that we've kind of we've talked about the movie it's time for our pod and scorecard or yes. our gore scorecard i don't know we're gonna it's gonna have like several different names, yeah until yeah while we fine-tune it yeah uh, we will definitely go i think pod and scorecard makes the most sense but that's me I'm sure you'll change it next week on, or next episode with yours. I'll be like, fuck that. This is what I'm going to call it this week. <laughs> Each week we will passively, aggressively... <laughs> change passive. it on yeah. purpose. And so, all right, go ahead and go off with So, uh, we ranked several different things. For those that didn't listen to episode zero, we have uh, one, two, three, four, uh, like six different things. Uh, best kill, uh, most wanted to die, most wanted to live, grossest moment, a couple others... Uh, so at the end of every episode, we'll talk about that and and rank different scenarios from the movie. Right. And uh, obviously with this being Nightmare and it having dreams, that's kind of where we were going with it in the intro. We're talking about movie-specific categories. Like mm-hmm. this one, obviously, 
best dream sequence. Yeah. You know, like you're not going to have Some are going to be easier than others, but (laughs) like this one's easy because best dream because not a lot of have dreams, but best machete look. (laughs) (laughs) It looked the shiniest here. (laughs) And so So, go ahead and kick it off with your best kill. My best kill, hands down, and I kind of gave it away when we were talking about it, but maybe you forgot. Yeah, you spoiled it. Yeah, you're like, I'm not talking about this later when I get to my scorecard, (laughs) but... Tina on the ceiling is so visually interesting and I don't, it just, it grips you in a way that the other ones, I don't think they're not as visceral, you know? It, well, yeah. And with the fact of uh, like Rod freaking out while it's going on, just sitting there like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah. You know, I, I could see that. Yeah. What's so, yours? <laughs> my, so my best kill, my favorite kill, mm-hmm. was Johnny Depp being sucked into the bed yeah. and the blood tornado coming out of it, just shooting straight up <laughs> like that. I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool. Side note, makes me really curious to see when It Chapter 2 comes out. Mm-hmm. Like this scene, a lot of blood. Yeah. Shining, blood elevator, a lot of blood. This coming up boasts to have the most blood in a movie scene. Really? Yeah, so I'm very curious to see where they're going to go with that. But yeah, it's back just to, like a swimming pool. Yeah, blood oceans. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, best kill that for me was uh, Glenn. Poor, poor Glenn. <laughs> Babyface getting just. All he wanted to do was watch TV with his headphones on. Well, didn't he tell his mom that he was watching like it was like some some like girl. Yeah, it was like a girl pageant, pageant or like yeah. I thought like some softcore shit or something. <laughs> yeah. Like he was just like, oh, just watching some chicks on TV. Like, okay. We don't need, and he says something very sexist and horrible. Like, it doesn't matter what they say. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not listening for their words. I'm just looking at them. Yeah. Very 1984. Yeah. Uh, most Wanted to Die was, and I think we're going to share this one, but I actually have some remorse over it. It's Rod. Yeah, uh, mine is also Rod, and there is no remorse for it. <laughs> and I, I just, I feel bad because he just, he gets kind of steamrolled on this movie. He, he's obviously a dickhead, but right, but that's also poor life choices. <laughs> like maybe if you didn't play the part, you wouldn't be accused of being a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Fair and enough. Fair. Twirling lawnmowers at people. Will be. <laughs> well, I think then we might also agree on our most wanted to live, which is Glenn. Baby face. Yeah. <laughs> like he was just he's so innocent. He, he was. He, he was just, he was like It's because of that little sexist jab he had. No, no, that, that was that if one. If this right was there. a Friday the thirteenth movie, it would definitely be that scene, that little line. Would have got him killed. But mm-hmm. uh, leading up to that, he was almost more like in he came off more innocent than Nancy. Yeah. Like he yeah. was like like holy shit. <laughs> like, well, the, you never saw any of his dreams. He kind of talked about them, but he almost kind of acted like they didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And he was there for Nancy, even though he was kind of like, "You're kind of crazy, and I don't believe you, but you're my girl, so I'll, I'll sure, I got yeah, you, I got you. I'll, I'll do whatever, even though he fell asleep when he was supposed to wake her up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, you know, it, it, it's there. Yeah. Uh, grossest moment was hard for me because I didn't find anything particularly gross but i ended up going with the tina's pile of snakes and the centipede coming out of her mouth because i'm not a big bug person right and a bug in my mouth does <laughs> especially a centipede that that big just yeah i don't want that yeah i i until you said that i, I didn't remember exactly that part 
But yeah, a pile of snakes. I'm not a snake guy <laughs> at all. I'm, you know, never been a fan. I, I things that can bite me. I've just I've never been big on. You know, like mm-hmm. people have like snakes or spiders as pets, and I'm like, <laughs> no. What's wrong with cats? <laughs> yeah, or dogs. I'm a dog guy. I got cats. I know you do. <laughs> Jason's a cat lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say, but my, I'm not crazy yet. <laughs> that's debatable. Um, so I'm kind of teetering here. Like initially, I thought because I'm in the same boat. Like no, I didn't find anything gross. Yeah. Like it's pretty. I mean, there was some crazy things, but overall, it's pretty tame. So. Like, I'm kind of torn between either, you know, the fountain of blood coming out of the bed. Yeah. Which, is, in reality, if you saw that, that'd be disgusting. Yeah. But. Smell bad, too. Oh, God. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> but the other thing, too, would probably be um, Freddie burning the mom. Mm. Like, that was pretty metal. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Right, just land like. Even though I'm kind of happy about it, because she was a crazy biatch. Yeah, like you're like, oh, I could see her, you know, deserving it, but like, going out like that's pretty rough. Like, some dude on fire laying on top of you, you know. That's so it's, it's like a it's like a Dutch <laughs> oven you can't escape, <laughs> you know, but you're gonna melt to death. <laughs> and so. Just like in real life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which so, which then leads us to our dumbest moment just like my joke uh, oh right what did you think it led us to the best dream yeah i totally <laughs> forgot the dumbest moment <laughs> i'm all like oh we're almost done i'm looking at the we last are thing. almost done and, uh, did you not have a dumbest moment no i was waiting for you to okay. read yours off mine is nancy taking away the bad energy as we talked about just a, a little bit ago uh-huh. it seems to come out of nowhere unless there's a part i missed which if there is please yell at me on the internet but she it like you said she just happens to have this idea if i stop looking at him he'll go away <laughs> right yeah because <laughs> just that like works. any good killer <laughs> if i stop looking at mike myers michael myers even if you stop looking at Mike Myers, he might stop making bad movies. But oh my God! You stop looking you at, love to at take Ghostface, right? You know he he's just gonna go away. He won't yeah. stab me in the back. That's not what he does. That's true. Um, and then he just dissipates into this yellow mist. <laughs> <It's> mist. <laughs> um, the dumbest moment for me, like uh, thinking back, nothing took me out of the movie more than just some of the dialogue Hmm. mostly rod (laughs) mostly rod like some of the shit that he said but then again at the same time like the dumbest shit he said came from like the best back and forth of the movie when you know he's like i woke up with a heart on and it had your name on it and then she's like well my name's got four letters you know (laughs) joint ain't that big and then fucking johnny depp laughs at him or glenn yeah you know and then he gets all pissed off and then does the whole fucking twirling lawnmower bit and it's like that is the worst way you can end that, <laughs> that sequence right there is to be like yeah you know hey oh forget hey, about forget it forget about the fucking the lawnmowers and shit <laughs> right up your rear there yeah and uh there were a few more that happened like that um, i almost picked the parents because they're so irritatingly stupid throughout well, the entire and then movie if you do that you could also do the inept fucking like 
the deputy that yeah. just stands there and like, oh, screaming girl <laughs> needing help. I go inside and see what they're doing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they definitely didn't portray police in the best of light back in the eighties, did they? <laughs> and so, but yeah, that's all I got for that. Okay. And so our our last segment of the gore card is the franchise specific one, which is best dream sequence, and mine mm-hmm. is Tina's first dream, which opened up the movie, which was really eerie. Like, that's the thing it was the creepiest it was the scariest you didn't know what was going on like that sheep walking across the hallway for some reason like out of like okay <laughs> yeah. like this like that right there just lets you know shit's gonna get real weird yeah <laughs> you know you never really get a good shot of freddie in that scene mm-hmm. he's always in the shadows you kind of see bits and pieces of him and it just it sets the tone for the movie that the rest of the movie doesn't always live up to but you know that initial run in with him right is the creepiest and that's and honestly like of course they're not going to not show freddy right but when it comes to keeping the killer a mystery mhm it leaves so much to the imagination to where like you it's a little it's a little more scary because you're like yeah. jeepers creepers for example like and like when you just see the the outline of them, like you can't really make out any distinct anything other than the jacket, the hat, and the white hair. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until that was gone, and then he looked like a fucking Birdman. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> fucking looked like the dinosaur that spit on fucking Newman. You know, like like up until that point, you know, or the the fact that he had wings. I'm like, oh damn it. <laughs> you know, like I get it, but like. One stroke a, too far. Yeah, like when there's a little bit of mystery to it, like it it's adds, Wolverine syndrome. Like he's cooler when there's some mystery, and then when you reveal that mystery, if it doesn't live up to what's in your head, it's, it's bad. a big old fucking letdown. <laughs> yeah, but like what you're talking about when, like, when they just show like the eyes or yeah. something like that, like there's just something about that that's like, okay, that's that's creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my best dream sequence or my favorite, I probably think is the end with the mom being sucked in through the door, mm. the Freddy car, everybody freaking out. Like it is pretty bananas. Right. And, it, and thinking about it, isn't it isn't okay. So they ended one with the Freddy car, mm-hmm. but didn't they start two with the Freddy bus? Was that two? You know, I think they, I, I haven't seen two in such a long time. I want to say that I yes think that, but that sounds familiar. They started it with the Freddy bus driver. Probably, that wouldn't surprise me in the least, because it was an, a you know a standout scene in the last one. So why not just try and rip yeah, it off it in the was next Freddy one? Too. Yeah, uh, started out with the crazy bus. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Well, look at me Good putting job, shit. Brandon. Look at me putting shit together. And so, but yeah, that um, that was probably just my favorite because the car like when the hood goes up and it's freddy's colors and it's like okay mm-hmm. that's that's clever it's you going know, down some, you know some shit's about to happen and then he pulls the mom through the window <laughs> yeah just <laughs> <laughs> get over here yeah uh, and it's like well she's maybe she uh you i mean you know it's a dream because she already died but like that was a small window yeah <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that really didn't feel good <laughs> no no i'm like you do that to me we're gonna need a bigger door (laughs) you know like yeah that was just overall pretty cool and then the car driving off and they're banging on the windows Mm -hmm. and 
I just thought it was a, a, a good cap. Yeah, good way to end it. But, you know, now thinking about how they started out, too, with the bus. <laughs> it's kind of funny being like, okay, we got a car theme here. And so, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. Fair enough. Well, I think unless we have anything else to add, that's it. No, that, that'll be the end of it. That and is a wrap on the first episode. That's everything. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Indeed. Um, so we will end. We do end each episode with um, our next week. To- next week's topic. Yeah. So did you finally settle on what your I told first movie is going to be before it started? Yeah. Maybe I'm playing it up for the audience, you dickhead. Oh, <laughs> well, goddamn it. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know your tricks. Um, but uh, yeah, well, we end each episode leading into the next episode. Yeah, and since topic. I since I picked this movie, you get to pick the next movie. Right, and uh, our next movie is going to be one that is a kind of a like I love all horror movies, but this mm-hmm. one's kind of got a special spot in my heart, my life. I grew up with this movie. Um, and the thing that caught my attention was the name of it because I'm like, wow, okay, this definitely has nothing to do with what I thought it had anything (laughs) to do with. And I'm like, is this like a, like an adult play on it? I'm like, (laughs) okay. And then I watched it and I'm like, this was back when they did vampires, right? And we're going to do the lost boys. Yeah. And I'm a spoiler alert. I have not seen this movie. I'm gonna fucking hit you. Well, I'm about with your, to with see your it. Captain with your Captain America shield right over there. I'm gonna throw it at you like a frisbee. It's fine. I'll catch it. I'm... You won't. <laughs> there's a lot of shields laying around here, <laughs> and so um, yeah. So this will be kind of a fun opportunity for me, and I think that's one of the nice things about this show is gonna be I'm gonna pick some stuff. Uh, you know, some kind of random indie horror movies that hopefully you haven't seen. Right, and You'll there's a lot. Like I, I mean, we seen. both love horror, but like. There's so much of it. There's so much. And, um, you know, at some point we would like to get, you know, your feedback. Yeah. Let us know what you want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a specific episode you'd like us to do, like if there's a list of something you want covered, like we'll give you the information of where to get a hold of us at. But we definitely want that interaction and it'll break up the, you know, the I pick, you pick yeah. uh, back and forth. And so, yeah. I think that that'll that would be a lot of fun, but yeah, next week we're gonna do Lost Boys. Heck yeah, I am excited. I am too. And so, all right. Well, thanks again for hanging out with us. Um, See you next time. Yeah. Uh, bye. 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 <laughs>